Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Sunday, January 14th. Today we're discussing Travis Kels and the Chiefs' victory to stay in the playoffs while Taylor Swift celebrates. Plus, we delve into Queen Elizabeth's last pieces of unfinished business and learn about Meta Walker's mom, Rebecca Soteros. We'll also hear about Dan Levy's early career encounter with Adele. This coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's People Station. Please enjoy today's selection of news. In the world of sports, Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs have advanced in the NFL playoffs with a 26-7 win over the Miami Dolphins. This victory was celebrated by none other than pop superstar Taylor Swift, who was spotted singing and swaying along with her fellow Chiefs fans. Sarah, can you tell us more about this? Absolutely, Alex. Swift was caught on camera enjoying the game, seated between Donna Kelsey and Brittany Mahomes. Travis Kels, the Chiefs' tight end, had a strong performance with seven receptions for 71 yards. With this win, the Chiefs move on to the divisional round of the playoffs next weekend. If they win the next two games, they'll reach the Super Bowl, which is set to take place on Sunday, February 11th, in Las Vegas. Interesting. And I understand that Taylor Swift has a personal connection to the team, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Swift has been romantically linked to Travis Kels. She's been a frequent attendee at Chiefs games throughout the season, often sitting in a luxury box alongside Kelsey's parents and other teammates' families. A source close to the Kelsey family told People that Donna Kelsey, Travis's mother, likes Swift and thinks she's very sweet and down-to-earth. So, it seems like Swift has become a part of the Chiefs' family. How has Kelsey's performance been this season, Sarah? Kelsey has had a strong season, Alex. He finished the regular season with 93 receptions for a team leading 984 yards and five touchdowns. He's been a key player for the Chiefs, with quarterback Patrick Mahomes throwing to him more than any other receiver on the team. However, Kelsey sat out last weekend's game, stating that he didn't want to play just to hit a record of 1,000 receiving yards. He preferred to rest and gear up for the playoffs. It seems like a smart move, prioritizing the team's success over personal records. Thanks for the update, Sarah. Now, in a poignant revelation, it's been discovered that Queen Elizabeth left behind two private letters before her death. Sarah, can you tell us more about this? Certainly, Alex. In an excerpt from royal biographer Robert Hardman's book, The Making of a King, King Charles III and the Modern Monarchy, it was revealed that the Queen had written two letters, one for her son, King Charles, and another for her top aide, Sir Edward Young. These letters were discovered in the Queen's final red box, a daily dispatch of papers from ministers around the UK and correspondence from representatives from the Commonwealth and other countries. That's quite a revelation. Do we know what was in these letters? The contents of the letters remain private. However, Hardman suggests that the Queen knew the end was near and had planned accordingly. The letters could have been final instructions or farewells, or perhaps both. It's a testament to the Queen's dedication to her role even in her final moments. It seems the Queen also left behind her list of candidates to join the Order of Merit. Can you tell us more about that, Sarah? Yes, the Queen had always taken the Order of Merit very seriously. The paperwork for her final list of candidates had been sent to her two days before her death. She had gone through the notes and made her choices. This document was the last one ever handled by Queen Elizabeth II. Even on her deathbed, she was still fulfilling her royal duties. That's a testament to her dedication and commitment to her role. 
Queen Elizabeth II's legacy continues to reveal itself in these small but significant ways. Thanks for the insight, Sarah. Now let's delve into the life and career of the late Paul Walker, renowned for his role in the Fast and the Furious series, which continue to be a topic of interest for many. A recent documentary titled I Am Paul Walker aired on The CW, delving into his relationships, including his previous relationship with Rebecca Soteros, the mother of his daughter Meadow Walker. Sarah, can you tell us more about Rebecca Soteros? Certainly, Alex. Rebecca Soteros and Paul Walker had a long history together. They were childhood sweethearts and had a daughter together, Meadow Walker, in November 1998. However, their relationship was not without its challenges. Walker's mother, Cheryl, revealed that Walker was initially scared about becoming a father. The couple had a push-me-pull-me relationship, as described by Walker's uncle, Rhett. Despite their struggles, Soteros was very close to Walker's family. It's interesting to hear about the dynamics of their relationship. Now, Meadow Walker has followed in her father's footsteps in the entertainment industry, but Soteros has kept a much lower profile. Can you tell us more about that, Sarah? Yes, Alex. While Meadow Walker has made a name for herself as a successful model and continues to honor her father's legacy through her charity work, Soteros has largely stayed out of the spotlight. After Walker's rise to fame, Soteros moved with Meadow to Hawaii to keep her out of the public eye. She raised Meadow there until she was 13, after which Meadow moved back to LA to live with her father. Soteros also pursued her own career, finishing college in Hawaii and becoming a teacher. It's clear that despite the challenges, both Soteros and Walker played significant roles in Meadow's life. It's fascinating to learn more about the people behind the public figures we know so well. Thanks for the insight, Sarah. Now, let's turn our attention to actor and director Dan Levy, who recently shared a fascinating story about his early days at MTV Canada, where he fought to get a then-relatively unknown singer, Adele, on his show. Sarah, can you tell us more about this? Absolutely, Alex. During an appearance on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Levy recounted how he discovered Adele while she was promoting her 2008 album, 19, in the UK. When he realized she was touring the album in Canada, he urged his producers at MTV Canada to get her on his show, MTV Live. However, his bosses initially refused because she wasn't a known entity like Sum 41. It seems Levy was quite passionate about getting Adele on his show. What happened next? Levy didn't take no for an answer. He said there was a rage in his eyes when his bosses rejected the idea. He could have quit, but he persisted and eventually convinced them to let Adele come on the show. He described her performance in MTV Live's small studio as unbelievable, saying you could hear a pin drop and that she has a power that can stop a room. That's quite a story. It seems Levy's persistence paid off in a big way. But I understand there was also a recent disappointment in his career. Can you tell us about that, Sarah? Yes, Alex. Levy recently shared with People about a role he had to turn down, one of the Kens in Greta Gerwig's hit movie, Barbie. He said he tried desperately to make it work, but logistically couldn't. He admitted that the conflict haunts him sometimes, especially considering the movie's success. He expressed his admiration for Gerwig, calling her one of the great young auteurs of our time, and said he would have loved to play in her world. That's a tough break but it's clear that Levy's passion for his work and his ability to recognize talent have served him well in his career. Thanks for the insight, Sarah. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Looking forward to sharing more news and insights with you tomorrow on Current Radio.